everybody uh it's been with your only option on the internet how's it going out there in internet land uh, it's going fine here uh have a touch of indigestion tonight um over eight over eight this evening had a uh, had too much to eat you know how you eat too much well i did that and it it is, uh, it's, I'm feeling it. I feel the, I feel the burn. Feeling the burn. Um, it was, a. it was, it was, it was, a inevitable, to be honest with you. The meal itself could only have caused this type of feeling. There, it, so this, I gotta, I do have to explain this because this is, uh, see, uh, and this is important. I think it's going to come into play in the show. Um, I'm from the Midwest, and in the Midwest, uh, there are certain types of foods um, that are 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 made up foods. They're not real foods. They're made up things that people in the Midwest make up um, because they're uh, it's boring in the Midwest, and they got to come up with uh, odd foods uh, to create from seemingly normal. Uh, food uh substances so uh you know there's lots of casseroles uh lots of uh things things that are like other foods but are nothing like those foods in in reality so this evening uh my wife uh the lovely laura she got uh, a recipe from her sister for a a food uh substance known as macaroni pizza. Now, let that sink in for a second. Macaroni, which is a, a pasta. It's a type of pasta. And then pizza, which is, you know, a doughy bread substance with sauce and cheese. Now, there are... There are similarities between these things. They they're both uh you know tend to have an of uh somewhat of an Italian origin. Um but but then there's a there's somewhat of a large difference between them. And when you when you combine these two products together into one food substance, it creates a great deal of uh um stomach upset. And so um that's that's how I'm feeling right now. Is uh, I have I have a bit of an upset stomach, but otherwise, I'm very excited to be here, and I'm very excited to to talk to my two guests tonight. It's it's uh, super great to have them here. Um, it's uh, Katie Hudson and Moira Gory. Hey, hey guys. Hello. How are you? Oh, you know. Doing all right. How about yourself? Other than the, the obvious indigestion. The indigestion. Well, uh, other than that, I'm doing pretty well. I'm excited to have you guys on the show. Great, yeah. and I am also doing well. You're doing well. Good, good, good. All right. How how was your? Did you guys have dinner 
this evening? And and yeah. uh, it went okay for you? Or do either of you feel indigested? I think I think my I think I, my uh, my stomach condition can best be described as uh, half of a cold meatball sub. Okay. So, <laughs> just eaten out of the fridge with very little care. So so my <laughs> stomach is like, I'll get you later. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> it yeah. hasn't hit me yet. I see. like it feels I feel fine now, but it's it's gonna get me. Right. Right. Yeah. I had some uh some nice undercooked uh rotini pasta. Mm-hmm. It's um it's it's what we call pasta week over here at this household. Okay. Which is the um, you know, in quarantine we only go shopping every two or four weeks because we have to let the grocery bags decontaminate. And uh, this is the week where we have um, eaten all the good groceries and we have to just eat pasta of many forms every night and every meal. I see. Okay. Um, and, and and I have like kind of the, the dry bird eating dry rice at the wedding situation Ooh. going on yeah, where rough. I think the pasta didn't really cook and it's kind of expanding in inside me. Ooh. Yeah, I get I get that feeling. Yeah, okay. So you know what I'm talking <laughs> I know what about. you're talking about there, for sure. But man, it was it was good. I love me some textured pasta. That's good. That's good. Pasta's pasta's a, a great food. It is a really wonderful food. Is that would you say that's uh maybe your favorite food? Oh, I had this conversation earlier today. Oh, I would say that generally cheesy carbs cheesy is my carbs. favorite food. So if you if you had some pasta with cheese on top, you, that would you would be in heaven. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. all anyone could ask for. <laughs> what about you, Moira? Do you uh, yes. do you have a favorite food that you enjoy? I think I think I'll just like I think the more MSG you can pack into <laughs> Chinese food, uh-huh. the better off I am. Like the more my my brain is like, yes, give it to me. That MSG is good stuff. That is good yeah. stuff. I'm yeah. sure. Again, again, it's gonna get me later, but yes. for now, it's delicious. <laughs> I don't know. I heard the MSG stigma was a myth. Really? Oh, oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I don't know. Well, good. I'll continue to, to, to eat it. Ooh, I am getting my shoes. Oh, okay. All right. Slight well. spidery in the closet in which I am helping <laughs> to record. This I see. Thing. Okay. Um, well, yeah, you, you take care of, you take care of uh, yourself there and make sure you're safe from any uh creepy crawlies yes this is uh, this is my friend the spider who's here oh hello is that a is that can you identify what type of spider that is or is it uh... it's i believe like a i believe it's a a very small orb weaver spider it's got these little stripy legs Mm -hmm. um uh, it's just i don't know your usual closet spider just like a spider relatively benign spider yeah, very much so. Just so, and it, and this one made the good sense of just like building its web far enough away from where I walk. So I'm just like, you're fine. Yeah, you are we chill. Performed a spiderectomy, and uh, the results were benign. So good. Yes, <laughs> good yes, very much benign spiders. Boy, boy, that must have been a relief. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> when you got those results, it really, man. 
Just a, a big yeah, size. I never want to hear you have closet spiders. <laughs> no way. <laughs> very, very scary times. And, and I mean, when the spiders come out of the closet, that's a whole other thing. Oh, that's that's a completely different situation then. Horse of a different <laughs> color there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I, I don't, you know, I'll be honest with you. I don't know a ton about you guys. Oh yeah. I don't. I, I mean, I mean, I know, I know some, I know that you guys, uh, are part of the comedy scene here in, uh, in Western North Carolina and that you're, um, and that you're, uh, cool. I know that you're very cool. Um, but I don't know like your backgrounds, like where you're from or, you know, what kind of things you, um, you know, grew up with or that kind of, you know the 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 interesting sort of tidbits i don't know that stuff so where where are you from i'm from here you're I'm from, from Asheville, Asheville. North carolina okay you're born and raised huh well i always say that because if i say that i was born in atlanta and then immediately taken to here people are like ah you're a transplant <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> But I was technically born in Atlanta. Okay. And all, because my parents were like coming back from somewhere to here. Okay. Technicalities, oh. you know. So you had like a Leslie Nope, Hank Hill back story where they are not born in the place that they know and love. Right, right. Interesting. Yeah. So, but it... so, so I lose my Asheville cred if I don't say, if people immediately go, born and raised? And I'm like, Yes. <laughs> well, I, just, I, just... I mean, it's it. If they if they're gonna have qualms about that small of a of a difference, then I I, I think that it the the problem is on their side. I know it gets a little gangs of New York, doesn't yeah. it? Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> just a little like you're not from here. <laughs> it's like God. <laughs> uh, yeah, I grew up here. My mom was a high school teacher. Oh. Uh, since I was like four. Wow. So like I I grew up around like insanely depressed 14 year olds, you know? <laughs> right. It's like just like a four year old being like, it'll be okay. You know, like <laughs> don't do that cocaine. It's not the time for that. You know, like you should let your brain grow. <laughs> you know? Takes a village. Um, Save that for when you're older. Yeah, <laughs> only do free cocaine. Weird four-year-old advice. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know I, I uh, advice. Uh -huh. Yeah, like this is that's the weirdest advice you can get from yeah, a four-year-old. Yeah. Well, you know, four-year-olds have a lot of uh, life experience, so you really want to. <laughs> yes, truly, truly. Uh, my my parents, my dad's, my dad's like uh, best way I can describe my dad is that guy from. Uh, from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? With the slick back hair and the gift for gab. That's the guy. Yeah. yeah. He's just yes. like, I got a bridge to sell you. You know, right. he's kind of that dude. He's that kind of guy. Yeah. And I mean, he's chilled out recently, but he's like, he's a, he's just, you know, high school teacher, that guy. Oh, he okay. got into a lot of stuff. So like, he's a history teacher? No, he was not a high school teacher. My mom was a high school teacher. Oh. He was. A lot of things. Okay. You know so, was he a salesman? At, 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 is that kind of his regular? Was Would his that regular be an gig or? label? Yeah. My uh, my yeah, salesman of many things, mm -hmm. shall we say? Okay. 
um, he he worked. He sold motorcycles, and then he sold scooters, and then then he sold kits to convert your car to run on vegetable oil. <laughs> right. Wow. I gotta get one of those. And then he uh, confusingly installed those kits for a time when he didn't really know how to do any of that. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so, <laughs> just a bunch of hippie buses like breaking down halfway out of Asheville, like, come on! <laughs> you know? And uh, I, you know, I was homeschooled for a significant portion of my life, mm. which is why I, why all of the weird things about me i think it's because i just had to learn to teach myself things so i'm like i, I know a lot of lot a lot of weird shit you know so i play you, in a metal band yeah. i do stand-up comedy i'm learning how to computer program i have done larping i've done like a lot of weird stuff because i'm just like i'll learn that you know? yeah because you have to come from everything from a slightly different angle i suppose yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't, like, I almost can't learn it from somebody else. I kind of got to, like, if somebody's like, here, let me show you. I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. But <laughs> if I, if I actually sit with something, I can just, you know, that's why stand-up comedy is so good is because nobody can really teach you how to do it. That is true. Of all the, of all the uh, sort of performing arts, that's the one that you just have to learn by doing. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, class helps you break through into like being able to perform. Mm -hmm. You still have to take a year and just like do it. Exactly. Yeah. True. Ah, gosh, I miss it terribly. Yeah, I think we all do, right? Yeah. My gosh. So, what about you, Katie? Where, where, where are you? Are you originally from this area? Are you? uh... Uh, so my parents were born and raised in Asheville, Uh but they moved away and. Born and raised did, did me in Charlotte. Oh, okay. Um, which was, I guess, better because <laughs> there's a lot of large extended family drama here and that would have interfered, uh, but yeah. also uh, brought a whole other kind of banking city weirdness. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, influential. Uh, I, my parents just sold i just two days ago visited the house i grew up in in charlotte for the last time because they sold it and uh think that that little backyard really in uh made made me respect nature as the only sacred and constant and dependably beautiful thing Mm -hmm. um but like that's why i really enjoy Asheville is because yeah, you know, that's the best part of the world is the place where there's like not people. But, uh. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but also I'm trying to unlearn that. I'm trying to uh, remember that human beings are part of nature, too. So if you love nature, you got to love the humans or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think I was <laughs> part of the Fern Gully generation uh-huh. where we were raised on like kind of and Captain Planet where it's like humans are evil you must protect the earth because it was like the first time you could talk about it it was like i guess right after the non-disclosure agreements came out of the exxon mobil um <laughs> right. uh, research into climate change and uh-huh. electric cars it was like right after the 80s peak they were like allowed to talk about it right exactly. and they're like let's get tom cruise in on this <laughs> yeah yeah 
which for those listening who don't know, uh, Tom Cruise voices Captain Planet. <laughs> I did not know that. I was not aware that that Tom Cruise. And, I, I didn't know this guy. Sorry, well, go ahead. This and was Oprah. pre-Scientology Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. I didn't realize what it was that early. Got, what if it was like, what if Scientology was like, see what you're doing there with the Captain Planet? Want to get rid of those thetans? <laughs> <laughs> see, and I pictured... the program. Right. I pictured Tom Cruise being like straight off the bus into Hollywood and then immediately approached by Scientology. <laughs> That's the way I pictured it. It's like he just gets off the bus and he's like, yes, this is exactly what I was looking for. I I imagine that's like how every bus into LA looks. It's just like like you just have to wade past the Scientology people. Right. Exactly. <laughs> They're like, "Hi, would you like to join our not a cult?" <laughs> uh, not a cult, not a cult. They have a nautical theme. Oh, I very think true. that's where it comes from. <laughs> yes. Oh dang. You figured it out. Wow. It's a nautical. <laughs> oh god. That's why they have the the sea force or whatever. Oh my god, that oh, is the, the that is the daddest pun. <laughs> You know, oh. you got you got me, and uh, um, my dad is a is a class clown, so I had to out class clown him. Sure, I was told all my life that people were glad that I was such an asshole, so that my dad would finally see what he was like. <laughs> okay, uh, that that was uh, that was uh, the whole purpose. That was then? something people told me when I was a child. Wow. And, how nice! Uh, wow, so I gotta make something out of this. I think I th my my experience with that is don't you be like your father now, like that's the every what? other family member is going like, hey, we see that you're living with this one guy. Don't do this stuff. <laughs> Maybe not, not sustainable the best plan. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. We've tried that one. You sure. know, and sure. we can learn from it. Of course. We can all learn from our experiences. Yeah. That's why we have experiences is to learn. Yeah, I guess we're, another we're... thing you should know about my childhood is I always liked watching the Weather Channel. And uh, that's, oh, that's uh, interesting. What yeah. is it? Did you and ever? I will put the Weather Channel on pretty much instead of any other television when I am at a cable remote. Well, that seems that seems very uh, honestly. It seems very healthy. Seems like a healthy Boring. thing. Yeah, because, well, no, but it's like um, you're, you know, you aren't exposing yourself to a lot of really, you know, jarring sort of, uh, uh, you know, uh, stuff that messes with your cortisol levels in your, in your body. You're just watching the weather. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, it's, it's got to be very um, soothing. Unfortunately, the, the Weather Channel has fallen prey to the 24-hour news cycle um, uh, function in which they have to make up named storms. The, we don't name winter storms. <laughs> that is completely uh, just a television thing. Yeah. It, winter storm, true. Alberto. Um, uh but I, I did learn a lot about uh, mesothelioma and what <laughs> AARP can offer you. Um, right. And I heard a lot of great smooth jazz. Oh, yeah. And those breaks? I have this image of you, have this image of you like, 
scanning the wind, the the Weather Channel, looking for like Captain Planet themed bad guys to fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> sort of like That's... like Hurricane Man is out there in Florida, you know, causing the causing the hurricanes to come in into the shore like, and knock everybody like, yeah, well, we have a strange storm of nuclear fallout and Katie like <laughs> peeks their head up and goes like it's that guy and then runs off <laughs> yeah so I mean that's fun, kind fun of what Captain there. Planet was like it was like <laughs> take normal crimes of capitalism and turn them into like monolithic evil villains right oh, this is one like, <laughs> I will. I'm gonna spill this oil. <laughs> no my, my goal. My goal is to spill this oil. It'll help some profit share. How? <laughs> no yeah, because spilling, Yeah, they don't want the oil to get get to the shore where they can sell it. No, it's better to pour it into the ocean. <laughs> to kill all these damn seals. <laughs> Well, perhaps they were very ahead of their time with corporate sabotage. Oh, maybe so. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. Just, just, just brainstorming here. <laughs> Spitballing. It's a, it sounds perfectly reasonable. Perfectly reasonable. Um. Yeah. Does it though? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. Oh my goodness. Ben Atkins is in favor of dumping crude oil. No, into wait a minute. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That's not. That's not what I meant by that. <laughs> not what I meant. That's what I meant by it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, oh, maybe shit. we'll take a step back from that. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> okay. I think I might. Okay. I think I might rethink that a little bit then. Yeah. So oh. I, you know, I started out uh, the show talking about how um, how food where I grew up is kind of weird, right? Um, but you guys grew up in the South here, or in the that is is North Carolina in the mid Atlantic or is it in the South? That's something. First of all, I want to find out right now. It depends it, if you're it, talking it, about weather or economy or culture. Oh, interesting. It's split. It's split. Half of North Carolina is in Appalachia, and the other half is in the Deep South. Interesting. Okay. So and Charlotte yeah. is in Washington D.C. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, but like, so a lot of, I would say like most people think of Virginia being in the mid-Atlantic, right? That's sort of the mid-Atlantic region. Um, but then we're just one state lower. Um, so does that, does that uh, sort of pull us into the mid-Atlantic region as well? Or is it just Appalachia and South? Yeah, that's hard to say. I think it's like I think it's becoming more mid-Atlantic as things kind of connect, right? We're kind of getting mm -hmm. slurped up into that part of it. Mm -hmm. You know, I think Charlotte being like sort of halfway between South Carolina and North Carolina gives it a weird position, huh? True. That's oh true. yeah, I well, so my first job was in Rock Hill, South Carolina, and that whole state is just like. The weather, I'm talking about weather again, it's an <laughs> armpit. It's just humid, <laughs> stinky, hot, yeah, wet. Um, but beautiful palm trees, that's that's their yeah. preferred environment. They have those uh what do they call those? The um the palmettos? Yeah. You really uh you do see the line <laughs> geologically, this is what you want to hear on your comedy podcast, <laughs> but uh you, you see the uh 
play to sand line right around the state border there. It's very fun. How interesting. Um, okay, so we have Earth, water. Mm -hmm. We talked about the weather channel. I yep. guess that's wind, too. So you really yeah. just need to give us an anecdote on fire and heart. <laughs> there you go. And then we've we've covered all of the Captain Planet. Captain <laughs> well, heart was the best one. It was. I yeah. especially my favorite in the um the what was it? You know, the 2000s Don Cheadle the internet short spoof version. What <laughs> was that? I remember that. What was that called? <laughs> I don't remember, but it was the best version ever. Oh yeah. The definitive. Yeah. Now we're going to um, have uh, people are going to be uh, all all twenty one people who listen to this show are going to be screaming at us when they listen to this this segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, yeah. leave a review of the podcast. Yeah, there you tell go. Us what we did wrong? Like, share, and subscribe. That's right. Um, the algorithm. So, yes, now, it does help the algorithm. I appreciate that if you do that. Um, yeah. So the reason I, I, I asked all this to begin with is I... The Al Gore rhythm? Hmm? Uh, <laughs> Hello, yes, and yes. welcome to the most distracting podcast in the history <laughs> of existence. <laughs> the host will continue to try and do a thing, <laughs> and I'm we sorry, will never man. allow it. I want to hear what you said. <laughs> well, it's really stupid anyway, so I'm not sure I want to say it now. <laughs> no, no, now it's a thing. <laughs> so the reason I the reason I was talking about it is because I, you know, I grew up in the Midwest. We have weird foods. Do you? Did you guys have any weird foods growing up that you that you ate on a regular basis? Like because I I had um, some weird stuff that I I think only my family ate. Or maybe even just me. Oh, yes. Did you did you have something? What is it? Yes. Uh jello salad. Oh, of course. Jello salad. It is green jello with canned diced pears in it mm -hmm. and a layer of equal parts mayonnaise and marshmallows <laughs> covered in shredded cheddar cheese. Oh my god. <laughs> and that was served at all my um uh, mom's side of the family, uh, you functions. know, th family things. functions. I, yeah. yeah, it's. I feel the same thing in that, like, it's you go to a church thing mm -hmm. or like to a barbecue, and then there's just these rings of terrible jello nightmares, <laughs> right. you know. At, I, I don't know, I never, I don't know if I ever saw someone eat one. Mm -hmm. I never, I never tasted it. None of my family ever tasted it. They would just sit there to the point where I thought they were kind of decorative. Right. You know, I thought somebody <laughs> thought they were just part piece? of the set dressing, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think my family just like had kind of good food. Like my dad made good Italian food. Oh, that's nice. Right. Uh, my grandma... Had some weird experiments, you know, uh, just yeah. like sort of trying to like curry fish when she doesn't know how to do mm, that. That's and rough. It just turns into mm. like a weird nightmare salad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what's a good thing? 
Oh yeah, there's like blended burgers. So you like take a burger <laughs> and you blend it up. Wait, 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 wait. Back up. Blended burgers. What is yeah, that? So you take hamburger meat and you like blend it up. <laughs> right? And no, no, I don't know what that means. You put it in a blender? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah you, you, you take hamburger meat, not uncooked hamburger meat. Yeah, okay. Of course. <laughs> and you blend it up and you pour like vinegar and stuff in that. Okay. And then what do you do with it? <laughs> well, then you then you like cook it, but not into a burger. Usually, usually into like these big sort of slidery things. Explain right. what that is. What is that? Because <laughs> I like picture a like you get from like White a, Castle. So yeah, but that's a that's a hamburger too. <laughs> uh, but Sliders no, are but hamburgers like too. I guess, but it just didn't. It never saw you. You don't see a, a somebody pouring a blender onto a griddle. <laughs> that's true. And like mm, hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I guess it. I guess the the end result is sort of hamburger like. Uh huh. But like I, it was always like the the getting there was always so weird. I was like, I'm not even gonna touch so whatever I, that. So is. I I gotta picture this a little little further. So they blend it up with some vinegar, you say? Yeah, vinegar. And then and then and they like onions pour and shit. yeah and or yeah onions and and then they pour it onto the grill. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's the it's like a liquid consistency. Yes, at a certain yeah, because of the vinegar. <laughs> now, right, that's very that that one is very strange. It's I, very strange. Yes, yes. I'm just like looking at it in my mind's eye <laughs> as an 8-year-old being like, I don't think this is right. <laughs> like <laughs> it's such a weird thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a weird thing. That I had as a kid. I ate possum stew one time. Did you really? Wow. Yeah. How was what it? was that like? Gamey? <laughs> yeah. 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 Like you'd expect you like everything you would imagine a possum would be like, yeah, this is a possum. Like you just like you could I could just give you a bowl of possum stew and you'd be like, is this possum? You know, without any <laughs> right, You wouldn't have to <laughs> you wouldn't really have yeah. to yeah. yeah, you could it's just like, guess. It, yeah, and it's uh, it was this dude who my dad used to buy weed from, mm -hmm. and he had one arm, and he had one half of his teeth on one side and one half of his teeth on the other side, but not the <laughs> not the top or bottom half of the. So neither of uh -huh. yeah, checkboard teeth that did not were not useful in any meaningful way. Uh, <laughs> and he. And he made possum stew, and he would sell you an ounce of weed and a pound of beef jerky for sixty bucks. Wow, that's not bad. That's a cool steal. guy. That's a pretty good deal, yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Now, now, are you sure it was beef jerky though? I have no idea. It was jerky because <laughs> he's, he's serving possum, jerky. so you know it could honestly be any kind of jerky. It could be a lot of. It could be long pig. You're right. It could be. <laughs> Like Hannibal oh, no. shit. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Okay, so I, I need to I need a little clarification. What is long pig? Uh, I don't know what that is. I'm from the Midwest, so I don't know what that is. Uh, well, you have to. Okay, so if you want to know what that, why I'm saying that, you have to imagine Hannibal Lecter. 
oh, no. sitting across the table from an FBI agent passing something over and the FBI agent being like, what is this? And he's like, long pig. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm picturing that now. Still don't know what it is. I have it's guesses. It's people, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's people. I was trying. I made the I longest get- winded cannibalism <laughs> joke in the history of you. All right. Yeah. Well, and and uh, I didn't get it at first, but now I get it. Okay. 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 I had a, I had an idea of what it was, but I was I was thinking specifically like what part of the human maybe. Because I know oh, he yeah. likes to feed people I, I, brains. I know that. He likes to feed people their own brains. I know that. Ah! What? Did you that? How does that work? How? Logistically. So, like, you have to watch the movie. It's the. It's not the Silence of the Lambs. It's the one after that. Was it? Which one it's was it? the one that? with the little red, guy with red the dragon? Star. Yeah, that one. That one. So there's a scene where Hannibal Lecter's, like, in with one of the the. FBI agents and somehow he's convinced them. I, I haven't seen the whole movie. I've only seen this part, honestly. But somehow he's convinced this person to have dinner with him and then somehow uh, corners him, cuts his skull open <laughs> and takes out pieces of his brain and cooks them and then feeds them to him. Wow. Yeah. So that, that happens on uh, Hannibal, the TV series, uh, guest starring Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard is the one character that gets fed to himself. Oh, that's very, yeah. It's so dramatic. I think they pulled that from the... It's a pay bump, I think. It's a what? <laughs> it's a pay bump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hannibal feeds you to yourself. You get an right. extra, you know. You get some extra money out of that. That's it. Six thousand dollars or something. <laughs> that's a good deal. It's a good deal. Yeah, it's, it's good, long it's pig because uh, allegedly human tastes like pork, right? Yeah. Oh. I, I, okay. I read this article one time. I, you know, maybe <laughs> I read this article one time written by, you know, there's a guy who ate people who's just like out and around. I didn't no. know that, but in this year of our Lord 2020, I believe it. Yeah, no, he's like a, he like, so he he was in Britain, he was in college, and he like ate his, somebody who he was going on a date with or something, and he's like a, he's like from Japan, and then they declared him, yeah, they declared him like insane, and so they shipped him back to Japan, and Japan like couldn't get any of the evidence from Britain, so they were just like, oh no, just live your life, I guess. (laughs) so he's just like around just a writing art he wrote an article about how people doesn't taste like pig okay (laughs) wow (laughs) well i i have heard of this thing where like so there are some people who like pay people to like cut off parts of their body oh yeah 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 so I would like, think that clear. yeah, like they they have this sort of uh, I guess it can be considered a mental disorder, where where they want to have parts of their body removed. Okay. And but I I, I do wonder Relatable. like what are they doing with the parts that are removed? It seems like they're missing an opportunity, maybe. 
No, that's assuming they're yeah. not already plugged into the black market. True. I True. I I feel like I I'm gonna like we uh is there an eject button on this topic? <laughs> is there like a we have is there yes a, is yes there we like can a, we can step is there away like an oh my god how far down this rabbit hole have we, we can gone? stop but, we can stop with this I'm done I'm done I'm done <laughs> there's like a is there like a wow a how did we get here button? Can we cut off the limb of this tangent? Absolutely. Absolutely. We can be done with this completely now. It's just like, it's like one of us is going to open up the dark web and is that can like really get this thing going or some shit. Jeez. It's like, wow. Uh, well, yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully not. Hopefully we won't be investigated. Yeah, like the FBI is going to be listening to us. Bananas. <laughs> yeah. My, my Instagram ads after this are just going to be. you just get you don't get instagram ads you just get like suggested follows of like people already missing limbs just like (laughs) (laughs) happen to know where your leg is (laughs) for normal reasons right (laughs) for normal reasons So you can keep your teeth as long as it. I think as long as it's not like a fleshy object, you're allowed to keep it. So I I've been getting into computer programming recently. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what language are you learning? <laughs> I'm learning uh, Python. Python, of course. <laughs> it's Python, of course. <laughs> yeah, you know, just like making a. It's it's the most boring thing <laughs> to talk about because I'm just like I made a for loop and everybody's like okay, <laughs> I, what I is that? Python is fun. I read the Zen of Python recently. Did it's you? A, uh, or the Tao of Python? Whatever. There's some fucking there. I mean, ooh, sorry, children. Uh, you heard about <laughs> this? Is an explicit podcast. You can, you can say whatever that. you want. Okay. Uh, there was a, there's a <laughs> little poem about um, Python and the end, like one of the last verses is about how you'll never understand it unless you're Dutch. And <laughs> apparently that's because the guy that created Python is Dutch. And uh, yeah, there's just a whole story that's not so funny enough for they a have podcast. A, but the Dutch have a certain way about them that maybe other cultures don't fully understand, possibly? Yes. Okay. And they understand Thanks. the programming. Is that the Ikea people? No. <laughs> they're sweet, They're right? Swedish, right? I think Ikea is Swedish. I think. Okay. Well, I don't understand. I don't understand the Dutch, so I guess I definitely can't understand Python. <laughs> I don't even know where the country is. Well, so I learned a precursor kind of to Python, which is Fortran, which is oh, yeah. formula translation, Jeez. and that's what weather instruments are like coded with, you and learned, that's what I had to learn in school. You learned Fortran, but all the, Jesus, yeah. So I learned that in atmospheric science, but like if you want to get a job, you have to know Fortran, but then also something good like Python. And Python's the one that people want to go mm-hmm. transition into. Yeah. But because it's very clean and neat and effective. And when you read the code, it 
you know what it says. As opposed to JavaScript or, or HTML, which are just like, tags! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's like robot. Yeah. 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 I like it. I like Python so far. It's been really fun. Well, good. Yeah, I've like I like made a little I made a little uh, uh, suggested places website with it. Oh, cool! Oh, nice. My friend is building um, an astrology calendar in Python, but I don't know how it's working. So, like, you input your date, date of birth, place, and yeah, so she's trying to make a three-dimensional rendering of planets that you could experience in VR or altered reality, but it's based on um, just whatever date you want to see the planets for. Neat. Yeah. So, like, the library in uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender, where they go and see when the next summer solstice is by, like, turning things. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think we need to get. Granular we here. may need to get back to uh, cannibalism at this point. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you know, no, it's, it's okay. Better. You know what? No, it's okay. Listen, listen. I, I, I might have objected on that a little too early. That was better radio. Uh, <laughs> you know what they say? Cannibalism is better radio than computer programming. Yeah. Who says that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but well, I, just, I guess you wouldn't need to tell many people that. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Well, I tell you what, actually, this might be a good chance for us to take a break. Okay. And then we can come back and uh, play a stupid little game. What do you think about that? Oh, that sounds great. Does that sound good? Yep. Yeah. All right. So we're going to take a break right now and we'll be right back. All right. And we're back. Isn't that fun? (laughs) (laughs) We're back. Yes. Uh, we're back with Moira Gory and Katie Hudson. We're talking about all kinds of things, but now it's time to play a stupid game. Are you ready to play a stupid game? So ready. So ready. Okay, good. Uh, this is uh, the game that I uh, play most times. Most of the time, this is the game that I play. I have a couple of games, uh, but this is the most uh, popular game, and so we're going to play it. It's called the movie game. And honestly, I need, it needs a new name because I'm not I'm not thrilled with the name of this game because um, it's too simplistic. It's uh, this is more than just a movie game. This is a uh, this is a real uh, it's a real uh, mind opener of a game. I think I think it uh, it makes people really start thinking about things. I think so. Here's what's how. What's the rules? What's that? What's the rules? Okay, I'm just about to say it right now. Um, Here's how the game works. Um, I'm going to give each of you a title of a movie. And uh, this title you have probably never heard of because I just made it up earlier before we came on the air. And then you have to tell me what the movie's about. Simple as that. Ooh. Okay? Okay. You ready to do this? Ready. All right, good deal. Uh, so l- l- let's start with Katie. You ready? Yes. So uh, the the first title that you have um, is called uh, "Making the Grade." Making the Grade. What is that? <laughs> what is that movie about? Oh well, obviously, uh, it's a school f- 
movie, it's a film. Uh, but no, it's not a movie. It's a film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a high art film about being in high school and desperately wanting to study um, the slopes of uh, streets and hills uh-huh. and how they are um, developed. But uh, you go to public school and they won't let you get that granular with your education. And mm. this guy keeps getting kicked out of class for asking too many specific questions and everyone hates him. And eventually uh, he's the one that invented the little signs that say what the grade of the hill is. So he invented the signs like when you're when you're on the mountain and uh, yep. you're going down the mountain and they talk about like the grade is like 38% or whatever it is. He yeah, yeah, it's kind of like signs. a bait and switch because <laughs> you think it's going to be making the grade like he's just struggling through high school but actually it's about the history of um slope rating. <laughs> <laughs> That's very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, wow, that sounds like fun. Um, uh, I'll give you a check mark on that. That's a check mark. Uh, so well done. Did I make the grade? You made the grade. Hey. All right, Moira. This is your. Uh, this is your movie title. Uh, this one is titled Stinger Two: The Revenge. Stinger 2, The Revenge. All right. <clears throat> After a series of experiments on local bee populations, they, they have become radioactive and developed a sense of, of community with the local, <laughs> with the local <laughs> people. They developed community? <laughs> they, yeah, in, in Stinger 1, they were, they were fighting <laughs> each other in giant bee costume. Like, they were giant bee... <laughs> right. Of course. Fighting the populists, <laughs> but now it's now they're like they like they came to a peace at the end of the movie, uh-huh. and so now they're living together in harmony. But now it's Stinger Two, which means that like the Russians attacked or something, okay. and it's like Red Dawn. It's like Red Dawn, but with nuclear bees. <laughs> so wait a minute. So are the nuclear bees? They're defending the United States against the Russians. Is that? Not that... the United States. No, no, just no. Des Moines. Just, just what? Just Des Moines, Iowa. Just Des Moines, Iowa. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, wherever. Yeah, Des Mo- I... just Des Moines. No okay. other like like they don't like anywhere else <laughs> but just this place. And they're defending Des Moines. They're just de- defending Des Moines from the Russians. So how whatever. how exactly do they defend Des Moines against the Russians? Uh, you know, like Super Sentai, sort of like, you know, you know the putties in yep. in Power Rangers. Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah, you know how sometimes the the witch will be like, ah, and then they get real giant. Oh yes, yes, I do remember that. That, that, that happens, but it's the power of friendship. Oh uh, uh, okay. <laughs> and then they like kick a helicopter out of the sky and stuff. It's all. It's okay. it, we can we can get Guillermo del Toro in it and call it Pacific Rim Four or something. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. I I, I like that. Uh, do you think he'd he'd sign on for Pacific Rim Four since three hasn't been made yet? 
<laughs> I mean, I think if I tell him the nuclear bees thing, he'll be. Uh, he you know. he probably will be into that because that is a pretty good premise. I like that. Wait, you right. guys didn't get the memo that um, this year, twenty twenty, is actually a real life version of Pacific Rim Three. <laughs> no, I did not know that. It's a it's a very wow. It's so much sadder than I thought it would be. Um, futuristic immersive theater project you probably wouldn't get it okay you're probably right i probably wouldn't get it (laughs) so this is all a theater project we're living through a theater project that's what they mean by all the world's a stage okay all right i see this is this is this is daniel day lewis's best he he really really got into character this time this is what happened (laughs) This is what happens when he when he takes his method acting too far. His final form. Yeah. yeah. So he came back out of retirement to make this. <laughs> to make to, to make, make the to. Yeah. Have you seen the Red Sky out in L.A.? That's Daniel Day Lewis. That's, That's Daniel, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Of course it is. Of course yeah. it is. That you check his IMDb page. <laughs> I swear it's there. The the haunting red sky over San Francisco. <laughs> like that that man could do anything. Seriously, the most versatile actor on earth. <laughs> uh you may be right. You may be right. Sometimes hovering slightly above Earth. Uh-huh. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, oh, that reminds me. I never watched Lincoln. Okay. Yeah, maybe you ought to catch that one. <laughs> okay. That might okay. be. Uh, were there more be... movies than we were supposed to do? <laughs> yes, there are a couple more movies. If you want to do some more. Oh shit! Uh, uh, by the way, Mora, you get a check mark for that one too. Oh, yeah, thanks. I don't know. If All we right. can so you guys are tied. You guys are tied with check, check to check. Okay. All right. So you ready? Katie, yeah. this is yours. Right. Um, this one's called Tough Mother, The Ballad of Debbie Bellows. Oh, wow. Okay, so I'm getting another uh, very high concept art piece. Um, uh-huh. It's about recreating the wire mother uh, monkey experiment, only... Uh, bellows is uh <laughs> instead of a wire mother it's a it's a flame bellows like a, a person constructed oh, okay. out of those uh <laughs> you know you poof fire into the air into the fire that way uh-huh and um you know the main character thinks the mother is talking the whole time because it feels the breath but then comes out of the cage and realizes that people can make sounds with their wind and uh <laughs> You know, certainly loses can. all hope in the mother figure. Um, and that's a real tough mother. Um, <laughs> it sure is. Boy, oh boy, it sure is a tough mother. That is one tough mother. Yeah, yeah exactly. So what is what um, is she actually, what flames are she, is she uh, uh, bellowing? Stoking. Stoking. Uh, stoking the flames of insecurity and uh, childhood trauma. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> attachment issues right yeah attachment issues okay um, yeah it's a real fun it's a family movie uh, of it's course yeah, uh, yeah um, it seems like a real romp <laughs> yeah it's gonna go down uh in the vault in their secret vault where they will never release anything from uh with song of the south right so it's, it's um, just 
It's just can, this can, song I just, can I pitch something? Can I pitch something for it? Uh, sure, of course. Uh, uh, Bill Hader is a cartoon seahorse, and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that sounds like a description of him in real life? But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, no disrespect to the master, but no, of course, um, <laughs> you know, if anyone screams. Uh, this is a species in which the males get pregnant. It's Bill Hader. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I really appreciate that about seahorses. That's they always good. inspired me to like, you know. They are uh, they are a uh, beautiful creature. Yeah. Inside and out. Evenly sharing labor and loads and love and just they got spirals their body is in the shape of a spiral that's very cool it is very cool it is usually if you have a spiral body like a snail you don't have a face anyway tough mother (laughs) tough mother the ballad of debbie the ballad of debbie bellows (laughs) yeah um very good very good out in theaters now it's in out in theaters now yeah, now, right now, that's why nobody's heard of it because <laughs> okay. people aren't really going to, not going to right now. Right, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, good deal. All right, uh, check mark for you on that one. Very well done. Uh, and the, the uh, this is your uh, final shot here, Moira. Um, we've got a, a very exciting uh, film um, for you to tell us about. It is called the turtle the Turtle Belt Chronicles. The Turtle Belt Chronicles. Mm. The Turtle Belt Chronicles. Long ago in a distant galaxy, there (laughs) lived one turtle tumbling through space and time. Is this this Gamera? (laughs) No, it's his name's Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Steve once orbited a star but now tumbles through the the black inky blackness of space wearing a very nice studded belt (laughs) (laughs) and on that studded belt live everybody you've ever known (gasps) it's a it's a is it we're we're thinking that this is going to play to the flat earthers uh (laughs) Because because we feel like we feel like that they've tried a flat Earth, but how about a belt Earth? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like so what if like the Earth was a belt? So it's like yeah. Saturn, except there's no planet in the inside of it. It's just the yeah. Belt. No, it's just Steve. It's just Steve. <laughs> it's just Steve the turtle. Steve the turtle. And then we're we're on the we're on the belt surrounding him. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, so we're orbiting him. Yes. In the belt. In the belt. Uh, it's a studded belt. That's okay. why we can't see it. <laughs> right, right. Okay. We're on one of the cone spikes. Oh. Uh, I see. So it's kind yeah, of bright. A, so it's an <laughs> It's like So the movie <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. So the movie <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what happened? So the So the movie follows an alternate universe America. In which everybody is like super into spoons, you know? Uh huh. Just like way they, into like, spoons. Like instead of developing a sword, they just developed like really large, sharp spoons to stab <laughs> each other to death with. 
And so all the guns, are like, instead of bayonets, they had, like, just those grapefruit spoons on uh-huh. the end of them. Oh, yeah, of course. And there's, yeah, like, limited... There's, like, a hard magic system where everybody can kind of, like, control the spoons and throw them at each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And and that's why... And and it follows a series of, of uh, different adventures all throughout the Spooniverse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That that go from uh, that go from like uh, you know just one guy walking to work for a really long time uh-huh. to like an intense political drama involving you know the the gifting of different presents back and forth over a series of mountain ranges. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right, I get it. Uh, are there sporks involved in this? Is this is this a a, a uh, an area where sporks might be? Uh, sporks found? are the heresy. <laughs> no one may may find a spork and let it live. And then then there's the spork revolution, which are which are the underground. They're the this sort <laughs> of the sort of sounds a little bit like Dune, slightly. It's like it's like Dune. But it's also like uh, it's also like the it's like uh, you know it's like Dune meets Star Wars and Star Trek combined in a Lord of the Rings sort of marinade. <laughs> okay, all right. So just just every popular uh, yeah story yeah. No, we think it'll play well with years. like the Comic Con people. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, very good, <laughs> very good. <laughs> Well done. Well, uh, I've got to be honest with you. Um, I, I don't know that I can come up with a winner on this. I think you guys tied. I think this is a straight-up tie. Um, <laughs> some really excellent stories, uh, extra excellent films. I'm looking forward to seeing all of them. Um, so Well, they're all out in theaters now. You <laughs> okay. just got to run out and see them. Yeah, I'll, you know? I'll be out there, <laughs> me and Tom Cruise, out there. Yes. In the theaters, watching the Feetless film. and free. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, guys, that can't was... wait for that merch line. Oh yeah, seriously. Was it gonna? What What do you think that will be the first thing that to come out of well, that merch? Obviously, the turtle belt. The turtle belt. Yeah. Because I was thinking it would be the sporks. Yes. Oh, works so like a symbol of the resistance. Right, exactly. Okay, yeah. and people are going to replace their nevertheless she persisted bumper stickers with a spork bumper sticker. Right. It's, yes. it's sort of yeah. like the V for Vendetta kind of thing. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a spork that uh, that you put up to your face and it has the Guy Fox mask on the <laughs> right, back. Exactly. <laughs> 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 That's exactly it. <laughs> Guy Spots. Ah, uh, <laughs> what did you say, Guy Spots? Yeah. Guy Spots. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't funny. sure if that was funny, so I just kind of mumbled it. It worked. It worked. It definitely you worked. You know, yeah. Okay. You could have gone with Guy Squawks, and he's actually a giant bird. By the way, it works too. They both work. <laughs> work. <laughs> Quote, work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> working hard or early working. Um, ah, well, that was fun, right? Yeah. That was yeah. fun. 
I had a lot of fun. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm glad you guys could be on the show. It's very exciting to have you. Me oh, too. Um, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'll, I'll ask this, um, even though you know nobody's doing anything right now. But uh, do you have anything to plug? I do. You do. Oh, that's I exciting. Do. What do you got? What do you got to plug? Oh, it's on on uh, Wednesday. I'll be at Rabbit Rabbit on Cox Avenue. It's a the mm. sort of uh, outdoor venue for the Orange Peel. They're doing like a little upstairs, like at Rabbit Rabbit. We're doing like a little comedy show. Oh, that's fun. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's Casey cool. Smith McDowell, Carrie Goff, a lot of cool people going to be on it. Very good. Right. Well, I will say that I'm not sure this will be out by that time, but if it is, well... go see that show. And if it's not, well, then we'll uh, we'll uh, get to talk about it in retrospect, and it'll be very fun. Yeah, yep. and uh, my uh, unemployment is uh, run dry, so I am probably going to desperately start some uh, crackpot adventure soon. <laughs> okay. um, I might... Uh, uh, might try to launch a Patreon or um, be an organic farmer or, um, you know, uh, yeah, that's my only options right now. Okay. Well, um, so, well, uh, whatever, uh, whatever we can, out. yeah, whatever we can do to help, we'll, we'll, we certainly want to do that. Katie, I really love how you brought it back around to the literal title of the podcast. <laughs> It's true. It's very true. You, did it. you like my little plug there? Yeah, you play. It's like a, it's like a, a circular plug. It's very yeah. Nice. I will. Cool. I'll, I'll do. A, I'll do a, pl a final plug for. Um, this is my only option to ask people, but um, uh, please have me on your podcast. I really enjoy it, <laughs> and I think that I would at least uh, your you and your podcast guests would have fun. I can't speak to the experience of your listeners, but oh, um, that's they're gonna yeah. love that. You're gonna love it, and I love having you on the show. And of course, you'll be back again soon. Oh, thank you so much. This you're is welcome. a pleasure. And same goes to you, Moira. You're you're a wonderful guest, and and thank you so much for coming on the show. And we'll have a have you back again very soon. Yay! Yay! Super fun. Well, uh, I guess we're gonna wrap it up, uh, and that's the show. Thanks everybody for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. 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 bye.